Merry Novmas, and welcome to episode four of Will's Wise Words, a podcast created by me and my best friend Nat. Things to listen out for are Nat and I being run rings round by my nephew Ed, and things to avoid are my desperately crushed ego when Nat gets a compliment. I am Will, uh, and I have with me my trusty co-host, Nat. Good day to you, Nat. Good day, sir. It's been six weeks since we last recorded, and a lot has happened in that time, obviously. Um, Trump and lockdown parts, duh, boo, and, but Biden and vaccines, yes. Yay! Yay, yay. But more importantly than any of that is the fact that we launched episodes two and three, Nat. And I would say we launched them, well, I'm going to say, we launched them to some critical acclaim. Critical acclaim? Tell me more. Um, a young person has described us as cool. How, how, how young is this young person? This gets even better. They're a teenager. No way. A t- I teenager. Mean, I'm shocked, A, that a teenager has listened to it, and B, I'm shocked that they think we're cool. I think the teenager was made to listen to it because it was on a car journey and I think their parent made them listen to it. But the outcome was cool. And even better than that, we inspired that family. They're going to start making a podcast. Oh, I love it. Oh, I never inspiring people. That's nice. Changing lives, making dreams come true. Uh, other good feedback. We've been promoted on another podcast. No way. The podcast, My Movie Minute. Brilliant, amazing podcast. Check it out if you can. We thank you, Charlie and Mark, who create that podcast. They gave us a bit of a name check, name check, name check on the latest episode. So we're part of a community, Nat. We belong. Oh, I've got a warm, fuzzy feeling inside. <laughs> I'm pleased. And we've never belonged, have we? We've always been on the other side. <laughs> never belonged. Um, other, now this is going to fuel your raging ego. <laughs> Go on then. A listener wrote in (laughs) which makes it sound very pen and paper and bbc house but um the listener said nat is the perfect co-host oh god bless them it'll be fun when the roles are reversed oh i'm I'm still a bit nervous about the whole role reversal thing i feel like i've I've always been the penfold to your danger mouse will i'm slightly worried about you know but i'm slightly concerned that when you know it'll be fun when the roles are reversed that makes me think it's not necessarily fun right now for them. I think you're overthinking it, love. Oh, okay, thank you. And that's why you're my friend. <laughs> but what I will say, um, episode two and three did launch. Um, but interestingly, episode three, the sex one, has three times as many listeners as episode two, the friendship one. <laughs> I think that's telling a lot about our listener base. I'm assuming that's your friends and family. <laughs> exactly okay so that's good and there's even more good news guess what the correction section is frighteningly short <laughs> i wasn't sure how this was going to respond to the sex uh, element or whether there was going to be any corrections on that that particular debate no she agreed it goes up it goes down it goes round and round uh, <laughs> She was fine with that. So there's only two, really. So correction number one, and this has come through uh, according to our Swedish friend. Right. Actually, we can announce to the world is called Mats. 
<laughs> We've named him. We've named him. Matt's with one T and more of him later. Matt's corrected me and said that the length of national service in Sweden is actually only one year, not three years. But I, to be honest, to, to be honest, to be honest, I don't really care because I don't think that detracts from the wisdom of wise words number nine, wait three years until you go to uni. Now, this is an interesting one. This, this was Liz's only correction. So number two, Liz's only comment was that she was a bit concerned that I called you an old donkey. <laughs> I'm glad that she's got that. Well, see, I love Liz. Well done, Liz. Yes, thank you. Not but, but, but did you think I'd called you an old donkey? No, I have no recollection of that. But <laughs> <laughs> I would never call you. You know this. I wouldn't. You, you're more of an old sort of Palomino pony, prancing around on two legs, dancing on a ball, cancanning. Perfect. I thought about this. I thought if Nat, Nat's not a donkey, but if she is a a bovine, is that the right word? I'm not sure. A horse sign? A horse sign? No, that's not right. Bovine, let's say that. No, that's cow. Anyway, if you were a horsey type thing... I th Another correction coming. Uh, if you were a horsey type thing, I think you'd be a little prized palomino. I love that. Let's get on with the show. And it's going to be a different show. Exciting. Because the wise words will not be mine. They will be part of our listenership. I like it. Let's do it. Who are so we going to hear from first? The first wise word is going to be a live actual studio guest in the show, live. Like, wow. I know, I know. And who is it? I hear you screaming uh, from wherever you're listening to this. It's gonna be my nephew, Ed. Um, so are you ready to do it now? Should we do it? I'm ready, let's bring Ed in. Okay, by the magic of technology, here comes Ed. <laughs> Hello, Ed. Greetings to you, Ed. How Hello. are you? Hello. I feel gifted right now. <laughs> I'm glad you yeah. feel gifted right now. Okay, so Ed, um, now you are, let's be honest, you are my nephew. Yes. Uh, and let's also be honest, you are, uh, what do we call you, a teenager, a young adult? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm 13, so, you know, not You're entirely a young adult, just a teenager. Just a teenager, age 13. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for coming on the old podcast. And... Go on then, hit, hit us with it. What is your wise word? Uh, I reckon video games are good for you. Oh. Now that implies that lots and lots and lots of people think they're not good for you. Is that what, is that what you feel, Ed? I feel like some people have a, a strong opinions on whether they are good or whether they aren't good for you. So okay. try to uh, that. Do you find those people with that opinion are potentially Will and I's age? Uh, yes. <laughs> and, and, and when that says will or eyes age, do you, does, do you think that just means old people? Um, well, it's usually not really old, but not young people. Okay. So we're not really old, thank you for that one, but we're definitely not young. That's, I can see right. that's bad, that's okay. That's a win-win. And now, yeah. how do you, having got a sense of Ed so far, how, how are you feeling? What are you thinking? I'm honest, I'm a little anxious because I'm not sure this is really my specialist subject. <laughs> my computer games, I'm going to say some games now of which Ed is going to pull a face of bewilderment, I should imagine. I mean, my experience, we're talking Jet Set Willy, we're talking Manic Miner, we're talking Miser, Horace Goes Skiing, which I mentioned to Mike and he had no idea, maybe Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, I'm old school in your computer Sorry. games. 
Aren't these all just your ex-boyfriends? I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Jet Set yeah. Willy, Morris yeah. Minor. I do not remember Jet Set Willy and Manic Minor. I think Manic Minor. On this next to validate my. Uh, Go my on, Derek. So I'm aware that my experience of computer games is probably quite dated. Um, and also, so potentially my views might be on that. I'm worried that I'm stepping into Ed's assumption that us of the slightly older generation are a bit negative. Yeah. So I feel like educated so edgy i'm looking forward to hearing the reasons why games are good for us educating so ed uh, i think you've got how many reasons couple of reasons two or three I've got three reasons three reasons excellent may we have your first reason as to why computer games are good for you uh, they are actually fun and relaxing and relaxing and that is important yeah, well, if, well, when you get back from like work or school, you need somewhere to relax but still keep your mind active. Are you educational? Are you learning anything from them? Well, when you're out of school, there's nothing about learning. So, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 thank you very much. Okay, so, reason number two. Number two. Uh, reasons num they're good for hand eye coordination. <laughs> As is tennis, rounders, any other sort of outdoor sport. I'm, I'm not saying they are bad. I'm not saying that at all. It's just you're controlling what's happening in front of you with your hands. <laughs> it's giggling a lot at this. Which I, <laughs> I suppose for me, and this is my mother's wise words coming out. I like to, I like to reference other people's uh, wise comments. My mother always used to say everything in moderation. So I feel like if it's a part of a mix of activities that you're doing to fun and relax, then, I, then I'm on board. But if it's the main thing, then that's where my worry comes in. I mean, when you're playing online, you're not just playing one game. You usually play multiple games with different things you need to do. But like... Oh, surely, Nat, surely, Nat, you see that's multi-skilling. That's, that's a great way to learn, isn't it? Multitasking, multi-skilling... Very yeah, I mean, we're not learning. Been, we've been very clear that this isn't about <laughs> learning, we're not in school. Also, if I may I say... Okay. Also, can I just say, hand-eye coordination. People have been saying yeah. that for years. People, when Nat was handling her Jet Set Willy, uh, even <laughs> when, I was, when I was, you know, when I was hammering my Donkey Kong, I would say that... The, the justification for playing computer games was always they're really good for hand-eye coordination. Mm. And like, what is hand-eye coordination? Like, we're not going to be fighter jet, jet, jet it's, fighter. it's usually just sending things, sending messages to your hand to control what is happening. Okay. Hasn't it helped create a developer, a, isn't like texting and computer games, develop our thumbs in the last, you know, 20 years in ways that they've never been developed? Yes. Well, we've got better thumbs than we Fact. Fact. <laughs> that is... What did you use your thumbs for before phones and games? Um, stick, sticking in things. <laughs> no, things did you do? Well, my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that, that our thumbs prior to computer games and texting were less developed, a, li uh, a little bit yeah. maybe, a little yeah. bit thinner, a bit spindlier. Yeah, Liz can fact check this for us later, but yes. 
we, we need a thumb fact a thumb fact check fact check yeah okay. the third, your third point ed um it's it's a good way to socialize if you're tired and can't be bothered <laughs> to move <laughs> A little bit more on that, Ed. Elaborate, please. Uh, so, usually when you're playing a game, you talk with your friends and you talk about your day. So rather than meeting up and playing a game and talk, you can do that just in your in the comfort of your house. Do you know what, Ed? I feel like this year, this horrid year that we've had, that is probably very important. So the fact that you've had that opportunity to engage with friends whilst not being able to see them, that would go quite high on my list. There's a sense of why computer games can be good because actually if you are unable to engage and socialize with chums, then I can see that's a good way to continue those relationships. But in normal life, Ed, I'm like, get out there. <laughs> I worry about these kids stuck in rooms, playing games, feeling too lazy to get off these. Have you got one of those chairs? Have you got like a gaming chair thing? Uh, yes, I do actually. See? Will, you had a point, go on. You said it there, I'm afraid. Now, you said the word normal life. Ed, oh. to Ed, this is a normal life. To anyone of this generation, it's normal. Yeah. Therefore, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a good question for Ed, though. Do you feel that your friendships, because you, I like the fact you're talking about, you know, that it's good for, because I think perhaps, perhaps Nat, Maybe now and my generation might think if you're playing computer games that you're on your own, a bit solitary in your room and a bit lonely. What you're indicating to me is that you, I mean, it's party central. It's yeah. well, you've got a lot of opportunities to meet uh, new people as well as sort of connect with people that you were at school with that day earlier on. Um, but is that preferable to you than actually meeting up with your mates and playing um, a game of Togger? Or, I don't know, a game of, uh, I don't know, short cricket? Does that, is that a thing? Well, usually at school we talk about school stuff and that we socialise about school stuff. But at home we talk about games and things we're interested in out of school. So it's, you get to know people more out of school than actually in school. Sorry, you go to school to socialise, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but you mostly just talk about school and how boring it is. Okay. 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 Well, I mean, I'm, this I've, I've nothing to do with this. Um, oh, I've nothing. I, I'm 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 out of the loop on this, Nat. It's solely you. You decide, Nat. <laughs> no pressure, then. No pressure. Like, thank you for your contribution. You've opened my eyes, so I am thankful to that because I think I was quick, too quick to think. All oh, bad computer games are not giving me any benefit. But you're you're saying they're fun. You're saying they're social. I think what I just want to know is that there's a it's part of a healthy mix of a, of a teenage lifestyle and it's not the only thing that you're doing so there is you know there's that normal interaction there's some old-fashioned fun in a field um and good times so i'm i'm i feel wise words ed and i feel like maybe people i mean i think will would say our demographic is largely us <laughs> hear these wise words so i feel like yes we've become we'll we'll be more relevant we won't be so judgy as long as it's part of the mix i always like to add a little yeah wise words. that's amazing that you're saying wise words this is fantastic wise words. 
Thank was you. It, was it literally because they had said you were older, but not really older? <laughs> <laughs> that may have swayed me slightly. I, I, oh, canny Ed, canny, you canny young man. So Ed, congratulations. Your, were, your wise words, computer games are good for you. Now accept, they are wise. They are. Thank you. How do you feel right now? Ed, I, that was good fun. Thank you, Ed. Thank you. I've, I've Googled Jet Set Willy and how the hell do you play it? Oh, Ed, that's a whole other. I can tell you. I can. Sh I think it's the arrow keys, left and right. <laughs> Jump up now. And again. <laughs> There's just so many different things in in one thing. That's you know. And that's, and that's the basis of Nat's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so many things in one thing. Well. Ed, I think when you, I don't know, when you accept that Oscar or when you, I don't know, <laughs> go to 10 Downing Street, you're probably going to be mentioning that, uh, well, thanks, great thanks to Nat and I for building your confidence, giving you the hope uh, and the encouragement that your words are wise. Well, I would imagine that would be true. Yes. 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 Say yes. Yes. <laughs> Good. I'm pleased. And that's that. Thank you very much. Cheers, Ed. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Okay, so that was exciting. That was our very first live guest on the show and the technology worked semi, let's say semi seamlessly. That was great. I, Ed was great. I really enjoyed that. He did so he, well. That was really, he might be one of the people who thought we were cool. Well, of course he does, because I'm his <laughs> uncle. And I'm also his godparent, so I'm continually teaching, teaching him about the baby Jesus. But he gave good debate, don't you think, Nat? He did. He, he To be honest, when he first stated his uh, comment i wasn't convinced i thought i'd disagree but there i didn't so we're going to get on with the rest of the show there are two more wise words and um, this is going to work slightly differently uh we don't have the people obviously live uh, in the studio but we have their reasons and i shall represent them like uh, i would do in a court of law so imagine that nat is in a powdery wig and she's wielding her gavel like thor so Let's kick off with wise words number 11. Cats are better than dogs. Ooh. And who's, who's this wise word from? Who's this bold, bold statement come from? Formerly known as our Swedish friend, this is from Matt with one T. Okay, so he's, uh, well, I mean, he's gone big because we know that, you know, cats, dogs, it's a biggie. It's it is. I feel, for full disclosure, I feel like I can share, we have neither in our household. We don't have a cat, we don't have dogs. Also, I should share, I am allergic to cats. So I'm allergic to cats. My significant other is allergic to dogs. So, whilst I'm saying I'm impartial, <laughs> then, but let me know the reasons. I mean, I know, I know Matt, I know his beautiful, beautiful cat, lovely Twiglet. <laughs> uh, I need to hear the reasons. Tell me more. Okay, uh, here are the reasons. So I'm going to go through. There are five. They're very short, or five or six. Very short. I'm just going to read them out. I think in their entirety for you, Nat, and then you can just let that settle and sit in with you, and then we can have maybe a bit of a debate. So no, reason number one: you can go away for a dirty weekend, Swedish, and leave them with a food timer. Okay. Okay. Reason number two: they don't stink when they come in from the rain. Reason number three, they fund YouTube. Uh, reason number four, all those pussy innuendos, don't know what he means, would be pretty weird if there were no cats. 
Reason number five, Michelle Pfeiffer as dog woman, it just wouldn't have worked. And <laughs> last reason, Aristocats, the Aristocats, uh, is Disney's coolest animal film ever. And I love the theme tune to that. I will admit everybody does want to be a cat as the theme tune went. Quite a lot to go on there. Now, initial thoughts. Initial thoughts, I'm finding it very interesting that none of them actually seem to be based on the physical thing of having the cat in your house. But I just feel like, you know, cats. I, I, I've heard stories about cats bringing dead animals into the home and then you have to sort that out. I mean, that's not a pleasurable experience. You know, dogs, we all know the saying, man's best friend. Cats, I feel, are very fickle. I feel like some people get cats that love them, adore them. I do believe certain people spoon with their cats, Will. I heard that. <laughs> you, you've not lived until you've spooned with a cat. But also I know of cats that are very nonchalant, couldn't really give two hoots. They're their own little beast. And they, whereas I feel like if you're going to get a pet, you want that companionship, surely. With, for me, with dogs, I've got romantic visions of fields and long, lovely walks, throwing sticks and chase after it. I mean, a cat isn't going to rescue you from a well. I feel like a dog is going to fall down, send for help. I mean, I'm thinking Lassie, I'm thinking the littlest hobo. I feel like these dogs were adding value. Cats, why? I'm just thinking Garfield eating lasagnas. I'm not sure. Uh, firstly, I'm a bit concerned. <laughs> I just think you've got romantic visions. The fact that you're couching your defence in romantic visions with dogs. I think you want to be rescued by Lassie. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to be. But I'm just like, if I'm with a dog, if I have a dog, and I were to fall down a particularly deep hole, I've got more hope of being rescued by a dog than a cat. I think you're channeling Beauty and the Beast here somewhere. I think you're placing yourself as Belle. Uh, in this and you you want to be rescued by a large dog-like creature when you fall down a hole. <laughs> no. If I may interject, I've got some, I personally have some fascinating, two fasc fascinating theories on this. So this is in addition to Matt's reasons, just one. The word, well literally, the word dog means something bad. The word cat is used to describe something good. So people might go, Will is such a dog. Nah, she's a cat. So it's clear and simple. Cat means good, dog means bad, but I will admit dog's bollocks uh, adds a level of confusion to the whole thing. <laughs> Again, I don't feel like you're giving any reasons that are related to having a cat in your house. Okay, here's another reason, which <laughs> now I realise isn't related to what you said is related, but I'm going to say, say it, and it's a frighteningly clever theory. Dog people like dogs because that's how they'd like people to be. Cat people like cats because that's how they know people are. I rest my case. Oh, no, I'm not having that. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> but also, if anyone is raising Aristocats as a reason, surely we just have to throw back poor Judy Dench in Cats the Musical and what awfulness that that subjected one of you know we as we've discussed in another podcast uk's greatest uh hrh dench well exactly exactly and what was she made to do i mean really you're right that was torture and i don't know if there's a you know the nspcc a animals and actors 
IEA should have got in touch because poor Judy was subjected to what a terrible experience. And I can't argue with that. I'm sorry, Mats. Actually, I'm going to make it. I'm sorry, Mats. I, I really, we've all got to agree that Cats the movie did such a bad, 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 well, it, it harmed the reputation of Cats, I think, irreparably, irreparably. Whilst I wasn't particularly sitting on either side of the fence before this, I feel like I'm landing on the dog side, I'm afraid. I don't think I'm willing to say that cats are better than dogs. So not a, not a wise word. There we not go. A wise word. Not a wise word, Matt. I'm terribly sorry. I know you'll be shouting at the um, whatever device you're listening to this on. Okay. I like the fact you also coined the phrase landing on the dog side. <laughs> okay. So there we go. Sadly, Matt, not a wise word. Oh, well. Let's go on to wise words number 12. So it's the last wise words in the episode. Uh, this has, well, I'll say the wise words first. Number 12, we should go back to the moon and build a base there. Ooh, who, who's, these words of wisdom? Well, the listener that uh, sent these words of wisdom to me is um, very much a friend of the show, uh, uh, a guy called Joel. And what can I tell you about Joel? He's known for being very good with his hands. Oh. Yeah. Joel do. Joel, I believe he's a graphic designer, but I know for a fact that he is an ace arch drummer <laughs> that people use. Well, hello, Joel. And he's generally the dictionary definition of the word gorgeous. <laughs> okay. So I'll begin, I'll begin my defense of why we should go back to the moon and build a base there. And I will say this, this is quite interesting. When I said to Joel, yeah, that's really good. Can you give me a few reasons? Within minutes, actually seconds, he sent me a two page essay on why he thinks this should happen. And I thought, I was like, as though he had it just to hand. He, he's so he, given this some thought. <laughs> he, he really has. So um, Joel, I'm gonna have to pa paraphrase. Wait, sorry, just going back to him being good with his hands. Is he building a rocket? <laughs> he probably is. He's probably converting his drum kit because that size-wise, that would work, wouldn't it? Just one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then with a crash of cymbals, up he goes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I'll do three reasons. Reason one, age seven, Joel, lots of things happened to him. Something about a lunar lander, space exploration was for real, and he really wanted this to happen. Reason one. Good. <laughs> Reason two, yeah. Age 10, there was something about a telescope, then a bit about a house move, which is quite interesting. And then at age 14, in a bit of a sort of teenage, it's not fair, he said, we've got research stations in the jungles and Antarctica. It's not fair, we should have them on the moon. And that's reason two. Okay, fine. Okay. Reason number three, Joel, as adult, uh, this bit, he seems a bit pissed off. Um, he was a bit pissed off about robots getting all the good space opportunities. And then he says that there are so many amazing things happening on Mars and comets and Uranus that <laughs> order to prepare for all that, we really should be getting, them, getting beyond the moon, getting some practice in. Uh, and thus, there lieth the case. Can I be honest? I mean, when you first said it, I was like, why do we need to go back to the moon? Did we leave something there? Is there something <laughs> we need to, to capture? Are we trying to find the man in the moon? What, what's going on? I think when I read it back, I just think it's all about Joel. It's all about Joel and Joel's mind. Joel. It's all about Maybe he, he watched many episodes of Button Moon back in the day. 
I mean, I think it's an interesting idea to explore. What, what's your thoughts? Do you think we should be going back, Will? I think, you know, there's a part of me at the moment, you may be aware, and I know you are, that I'm investigating and investing in a shed at the bottom of the garden at the moment. And there's a reason why I really am desperate for that shed. And it's just because I want a, bit of, a little bit of me time, a little bit of will time, just to take, take myself down the bottom of the garden and do things that I like to do on my own. Um, and in some ways, that maybe that's what Joel's thinking about the moon. And maybe, maybe we should all have a shed on the moon. It's probably big enough. You're basically turning the moon into a big allotment place. <laughs> that sounds a lot. I think that's rather a lovely idea. It could be a place where we do our etchings, our sketchings. Maybe we lay down some drum rhythms and patterns. Uh, and a place... Is this for... the ultimate man cave? This is like the ultimate men going fishing thing. Yes, I feel yes. Like... yes, which is why it's wise. <laughs> do you know what? I like it. I, I'm enjoying the nostalgia the hearing stories of Joel as a young boy and his ambition to go and discover the space. But I don't, is it wise? I'm just not sure there were enough, there was enough solid reasons there for me to, to put it into the wise word book. Oh, we do a book for Christmas. Oh, that's an idea. I'll get onto the publisher after this. <laughs> but yeah, is that, I mean, am I being harsh on Joel there? Well, if you think about it now, I bestowed the gavel upon you. And what's your yes worth if your no means nothing? Well, there you go. There you go. That's it. I feel, I'm thinking, I, I'm trying to speak for everybody. <laughs> and, you, you, and you always are. <laughs> Which is why you are good at what you do. <laughs> um, so, well, sorry, Joel. Yeah. <clears throat> Denied. Rejected. Um, so we've come to the end of this episode, episode four. It's been, I think, really interesting. Hopefully- oh, We've learned a bit more about our listeners. We have, and actually we said no to two of them. <laughs> uh, I'm sort of pleased that we said no to the, maybe the, those that can take it, those that have had their, they had their chance, you know, they're, they're aged, you know, 40 plus. Uh, it was the youngster, it was the new generation that got a yes, wise words from you now. So that's encouraging, isn't it? They had the strongest arguments is all I'm gonna say. Okay, that's the end of that episode. That was fun, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the change of pace or structure. Yeah, we're mixing it up, aren't we? We're moving, you know. Anyway, lots of love, everyone. Bye. Bye. Sound a bit more, sound a bit more bubbly. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. Well done. Was Nat right or were Matt's and Joel robbed? We'd love you to like, share, and recommend this podcast to your friends. But don't feel you have to. You must always follow your heart. Ooh, 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 ooh.